So when I was young, um, well, I guess I still do. I really liked cars. And uh, one of my uh, favorite movies, movie series, was uh, Herbie the Love Bug. It doesn't quite sound as bad as it sounds now that I think about it. Uh, but uh, it was um, a Volkswagen Beetle, and uh, he um, went around and he, had, uh, he would race and races, and he had the number 53. And there was one movie where um, a little Hispanic boy called him. Uh, ocho, which I think is eight in Spanish. Uh, I took German in high school, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, we do. We are in the midst of the eight and, uh, right now. We're in the octave of Easter. These are the great uh, high holy days of Easter. Um, so, you know, we can think about, you know, the 40 days that the church asks us to be I don't know, depressed. Maybe that's not the right word for it. We're not supposed to be depressed. But, but if we're supposed to be depressed for 40 days, we actually celebrate Easter for 50 days. And so we have the, 50 day, the 40 days of Lent, but we have the 50 days of the season of Easter all the way up until Pentecost. And within those uh, 50 days, the first eight days, the octave of Easter is even concerned even more. So like, if you, look to, uh, if you are praying the Liturgy of the Hours or some of the prayers, you see that some of the uh, prayers are lifted straight out of the prayers for Easter, for Sunday, for Easter Sunday. That each day uh, of, this, uh, of these eight days um, are considered a part of Easter. That's also why we sang um, the Gloria, because it's just like Easter morning. And so we are, we are supposed to celebrate during these great days of Easter, especially in some ways even more so during the octave of Easter. The first the, uh, Easter Sunday until the second Sunday of Easter. But it is, it, it's very easy to not be joyful. In fact, I was reading something recently that said that this generation is the most depressed generation that they have on record. That you guys suffer from a lot of anxiety. I think part of it is uh, that you have um, immediate feedback via social media or other things that, you know, when we don't get that immediate feedback, we get anxious. Like, you know, how come I don't have 50 likes on this post already? Right? And so I think that can even become addictive. Like, we can post things, put things out there, and expect to have immediate feedback. And when we don't, so that, we, that can cause us anxiety, can cause us depression. I think another thing uh, is that moral relativism, I think, plays a part of that too. Is that, you know, the world says, you know, it's okay to call right wrong and wrong right. That the, you can make up for yourself what is right and wrong. And so, go ahead and do whatever you want. You know, and just call it good, and then you won't have to be depressed about it, you won't have to be weighed down by the guilt of that. And maybe sometimes as Catholics, I think we're good at adding on to that, right? We say like, you know, you did this, you did that, like, you know, you're, 
You know, you've sinned and you need uh, to go to confession. You know, if you don't, you're going to go to hell, right? Like, that doesn't make someone feel happy, right? And so, I think it's sometimes as Catholics are guilty of adding to that. But I think that the, the truth that's buried underneath there is that we don't become joyful by calling sin something that's okay. I think what we do is we have to realize the weight of that sin. But we also realize that as much as Jesus uh, died on the cross for us, that died on the cross to forgive our sins, Jesus also rose from the dead for rose from the dead for us. He rose for us. Not only did he die for us, but he rose for us. That as much as you know he died for our sins to forgive our sins, he also rose so that we could have eternal life, that we could have joy in this life. That God died for you. Jesus died for you, but he also rose from the dead for you. He rose that you could have Easter joy. And when you think about the early Christians, people looked at the Christians and were attracted to them. Attracted to the way they interacted with each other, but also mostly just the joy that they had. Do we have an infectious Easter joy? The song today says, O Lord, our God, how wonderful your name and all the earth. Do we look at the, what God has done for us, especially on the cross and from rising from the dead, from walking out of that tomb? And do we say, O Lord, how wonderful your name and all the earth. Do we realize how great it is that God has done for us? Do we have a joy in that? Do we have an infectious joy? That Christ suffered and rose from the dead on the third day. Uh, that the repentance for the forgiveness of sins, Jesus is said to be preached to all nations. That we need to preach the forgiveness of sins, the crucifixion on the cross. We also need to preach the joy of the resurrection. In the first reading, Peter and John had just crippled, uh, cured a crippled man. And people were wondering in awe of what they had done. And they said, it's not because of us, it's because of Jesus that we have the power to do this. It's because Jesus is risen from the dead that we have the power to cure this person. Have we experienced Jesus' healing grace in our lives? And if we have, have we shared the joy of that healing with others? So yes, the joy doesn't come from pretending that you know, wrong is right. The joy comes from having to face the fact that we have sinned, but we have been forgiven and given new life. That is where the joy comes from. The joy doesn't have to be fake. The joy can be authentic. Authentic from the realization that we have been given the gift of forgiveness, but also new life. 
Now you are entering, what are we on, like the last week and a half of school, two and a half weeks of school. And it is, it can be a very stressful time with projects, with uh, finals, um, or maybe not, maybe if you just ignore your finals, then they won't be stressful, but um, you might pay for that later. But what do we do in the midst of stress? Do we let the stress bog us down? Do we let the stress cause us more anxiety, more depression? Or do we allow Jesus' joy, the joy of the resurrection, to enter into that stress? And to realize that, you know, in the long run, what we do for eternity is far more important than whether we get a 95 or a 93 on the test. Do we realize that our self-identity comes from the fact that we are a beloved son or daughter of God because of Jesus' death and resurrection and not because of what we get on a sheet of paper at the end of the semester? God is truth. It's good to learn the truth. And that's hopefully what we're learning in our classes so that we can share the truth of science, of nursing, of those things with others that we can make the world a better place through the knowledge that we have gained through our studies. But that shouldn't come at the detriment of our eternal life with the joy that we have in Jesus Christ. So as we enter into the stressful time of the semester, allow Jesus, allow the resurrection, the Easter season, to give you the joy in the midst of that. Not to cover up the stress and the, th the real work that we need to do, uh, even for our classes. But to realize that eternity with sainthood, that joy that Christ wants to give us even now, the grace of the resurrection is available even now. So Father, what does that look like? That means that you need to center your day, even in this midst of the stress around Christ. So what is the Lord asking you to do? If he's been asking you all semester to start the day out with a little prayer, if he's been asking you to do a holy hour this semester, don't stop doing that in the midst of your finals and this stressful time. That means you need to do those things even more faithfully now. So that way you have the courage, the strength, the fortitude, and the joy of Christ in the midst of those stress, we, uh, in the midst of all those other hard things and time-consuming things that you need to do. And if you need to get up 10-15 minutes earlier, do that so that you can spend that time with Christ, so you can receive His love and joy first thing in the day, so you can carry that through the rest of the day. God loves you. God wants you to live with joy, that infectious joy that brings joy to those around you. And just because we're at the end of the semester doesn't mean that it doesn't give you the right to be unjoyful or even a jerk to those around you, right? So be joyful. Be full of God's love. Let that Easter joy enter into your heart and shine to those around you.